Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Metroscope, an Intercom Portland public affairs program. I'm Preston Highfield. Joining us this time on Metroscope are Rebecca Brown, Director of Community Impact for Comcast Oregon slash Southwest Washington, and Crystal Scott, Executive Director of the Salvation Army Veterans and Family Center in Beaverton. Welcome, ladies. Thanks for being here. Thank you. So Rebecca is the Director of Community Impact at Comcast. In this role, she's responsible for the development and implementation of local philanthropic efforts, including sponsorship, grants, special event, and nonprofit partnerships opportunities. She also oversees the company's annual national initiatives, working to engage employees and amplify the community investment stories internally and externally, growing the business by helping building positive impact perceptions of the Comcast brand. How does that sound? That sounds, wow, like I do a lot of work. <laughs> well, a lot you of do. great work, which is fantastic. I you, love what I do. Okay. And then Crystal has been in the field of addiction and mental health for over 24 years. Her passion is to help veterans through barriers that hinder them from obtaining sobriety, housing, and employment. She's worked closely with the Veterans Affairs to help vets obtain service connections to healthcare and provide help with the paperwork to obtain additional assistance from the VA. And it sounds like you guys have been doing a lot today. When I first spoke with you, you were kind of out of breath almost from, from different things that you were doing today downtown in the Portland area. Yes, yes. It was, it's been an exciting day and I think very timely too, considering it's Veterans Day observed. So one, thank you to all the military men and women out there who have served our country. Um, we were doing just that, honoring our veterans um, from the Salvation Army Veterans and Family Center and others out in the community at this amazing luncheon where we got to thank them and then surprise them with some fun goodies and announcements. Mm -hmm. So those goodies were 90 laptops, if I heard correctly, right? They were 90 laptops. So each veteran in their family got to take one home, um, as well as we are providing a grant to the Salvation Army Veterans and Family Center to sort of rehab and make over a computer lab so we can update the equipment in there and get them both the software and hardware that they need to, to sort of look at what's out there, right? To uh -huh. search for jobs, for VA benefits, for employment opportunities, and even public transportation. Mm -hmm. It's an It was an amazing day today. I mean, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys have gotten to know each other quite well over the last you know month or so, however long you guys have been working together. Yes, we have. You know what? Comcast came in just to introduce their 995 uh, um, military benefit for internet. And you know, what started out as a just a small, I gave them a tour. They, the uh, Rebecca and her colleagues fell in love with our program. And this small little friendship that started between Comcast and us just went crazy bloom. <laughs> and then we have the bigwigs from Com Comcast saying, hey, we want to do this. All of a sudden, this oh, we're just going to, you know, we're, we, our little community of Comcast family would like to do this for you, morphed into this huge Veterans, the day after Veterans Day celebration with, you know, all kinds of just wonderful things. We had a huge turnout. We had coast, close to maybe I'd say 
200 plus people there. We had uh, 50 veterans and their families. So I would say all total, probably everyone in my program, which is right around 120 minus about a handful that had to work today were there. Children were off school. Mm-hmm. It was just amazing. Today. Very nice. It was nice. Very nice. Okay, so Comcast Internet Essentials. Let's get back to that and just tell us a little bit about the program and how it works and who's eligible for it, and then maybe you guys can both speak to the impact it's had on folks who have uh, began to use the program. Absolutely, Preston. So Internet Essentials is really Comcast's low-cost Internet program to help connect more people to the power of the Internet. We know that there's typically three main barriers that um, – a person may not be able to access internet, cost, hardware, and then sort of the know-how once they're online, right? Like how to maneuver once they're mm-hmm. in the internet. Um, it's so a wild place. It is a wild place. <laughs> it can be a little bit overwhelming, right? Yeah. So Internet Essentials offers home internet service for $9.95 a month, um, the option for families to purchase a low-cost computer, and then they also get access to free digital literacy training online, in print, and then in person with some other local non-partner nonprofit partners that we work with Mm -hmm. to offer those trainings. So it's sort of this whole holistic program and it's, it started out for families that qualify for the National School Lunch Program. And we launched it. We're now in our eighth year of Internet Essentials. And then a couple years ago, we expanded eligibility to uh, those living in HUD housing or receiving public housing assistance. And then this year, it's exciting. that We just announced we expanded to low-income veterans receiving any sort of state or federal assistance. So um, it was we were so proud and honored to be able to expand that. And then, of course, what a perfect fit to work with the Salvation Army Veterans and Family Center on this expansion. So that started this year with the veterans it in did, 2018, like the start of 2018. like in August. Okay. Oh, in August. Okay. Crystal, can you can you speak to maybe the impact that's had so far and what you've kind of noticed with veterans using the service? Well, first of all, I, I just want to say that the Salvation Army's Veterans and Family Center is the only one in the state that allows veterans to bring their families with them. So that is huge. Mm-hmm. Overall, nationally, there's only 20 of these programs nationally that actually allow the veteran to bring their family with them. With this new um, partnership that we have with Comcast, not only does it help the veteran, but it helps the kids. When these, when, when my families come off the street, and I say mine because once I get them, they're mine until they leave. <laughs> so <laughs> when my families come off the street, they're literally coming off the street into a housing situation. Children are not stable. Spouses are not stable. The veteran is not stable. So it allows us to do that. This program with Comcast, especially the Internet Essentials, they'll be able to assist in helping the veteran and the spouse uh, get on their feet. A lot of times the biggest the biggest problem that we have is everybody looks at the veteran, okay, they're a veteran, and granted, they need assistance. I believe that no veteran should be homeless. They served our our country and there's mm-hmm. no way they should be homeless. But what a lot of people forget is that the veteran may not be able to go back to work right away when they come into my program. So that leaves the spouse mm-hmm. to have to come in and pick up the slack until that veteran gets some help. That's also where uh, what um, Comcast did today is going to really benefit our families is because kids can catch up on their homework, do the things that they need to do, you know, search out different things. I think it's important for people to hear because probably a lot of people wouldn't have known that. No. Um, So thanks, Crystal, for speaking to that. And Rebecca, I mean, as far as just expanding the Internet Essentials to veterans this year, uh, why did you guys feel that that was an important step for you guys to take with this program? I think 
one, I mean, the company really was founded by a veteran. Our founder, Ralph Roberts, was a veteran himself. And so the company has always supported the military community, whether it be through our hiring, school support. Um, we have sort of a passion for the military community. And then it was just, we knew, you know what, when we could take this next step and expand into that veteran community, it just it felt like the right thing to do. They've stood up for us, and now we're coming in trying to stand up for them and provide this opportunity so that they can get connected. Mm-hmm. So how can people sign up? I mean, I've looked at your website and stuff, but I think that just the, the listener would want to know how can people sign up. So there's a couple of different ways. There is You can go online and sign up. So you may not have access, but if you get to a library or community center, mm-hmm. um, you can visit internetessentials.com. Or folks can call in to apply, and it's 855-8-INTERNET. So they're also able to do that. And if they're, you know, working with or a part of a program like Salvation Army Veterans and Family Center or those children in schools, um, you know, they can kind of work with their school community and whatnot too, but Mm -hmm. either online or they can call in. So as you mentioned earlier, families, community college students, veterans, there are a variety of people who can use the service. I mean, you know, as far as like qualifications to get signed up, I was looking online and it seems like there are a few steps that people need to take. They have to fill out an application and be qualified in certain areas. Can you just kind of speak to how the sign up process works a little bit and what the qualifications might be? Sure. I know. I was like, do we have enough time to yeah. cover <laughs> yeah. some of those details? But so again, it's sort of three eligibility points first, right? So either do you qualify for the National School Lunch Program? Um, are you um, some sort of HUD housing resident or low-income veteran receiving state or federal assistance? That's sort of first step. And I'll actually come back to the school part in just a moment. Um, Then you look and see you cannot have Comcast Internet within the past 90 days. So Mm -hmm. you currently don't have our Internet service. And then obviously be in our serviceable footprint, um, have to kind of be in the area. And then if you do have back balances that are less than a year old, um, unfortunately, you would probably have to take care of that first before coming on. But for any debt older than a year, we will waive and clear off for you from your Comcast debt, not all debt, but your Comcast debt, we will clear um, away. So and then I just want to circle back to the school community there. Um, are several schools, obviously, that are Title I or maybe have, if any school has 40% or more already on free or reduced price lunch program, then every family in that school would qualify from an income eligibility standpoint. So they, we have what's called auto-approved schools, so it kind of removes one of the components of applying. They wouldn't have to sort of um, submit that proof, if you will, if they're at one of those schools where it's 40% or more, they automatically qualify from an income eligibility perspective. Wow. You just got an A plus on that test. <laughs> you, got, you, got an a, you got an A plus uh, oh. on that. That was awesome. Sure. So I think people understand now. And again, you I can also so. go to the website or call that phone number, which what was the phone number again? Please do, because I know that was a lot of info. Yeah. Um, 855-8-INTERNET. 855-8-INTERNET. Okay. And then you guys have been helping out and you did a veterans appreciation event. We did. Um, can you just both kind of speak to how that went? I mean, you came in here pretty excited. We, should I start? Can I start? Go ahead. Um, one, yes, it was amazing to, we invited the Salvation Army Veterans and Family Center, veterans and families to a sort of offsite location and kind of just decked out patriotic theme, provided lunch and had um, some of our executive from Comcast Corporation out in Philly, plus some special guests, Olympian Jocelyn Lamoureux Davidson and Rico Roman, who's one of our own hometown heroes, um, there as well to sort of meet and greet with everyone and just really got to one thank them celebrate their service for our country and then like i said we got to surprise them with laptops and announce the grant so 
when they heard that we were making over the computer lab, we, I mean, it was pretty incredible. I saw cheers and excitement, and they were yeah. like, yes. So yeah. that was a really neat feeling. That was a $30,000 grant, correct? Yes. Wow. It was. Yes. It's going, to, it's going to be amazing. The One of the things uh, Rebecca and I were talking about, um, there's a gentleman in my program that is in his 60s, and he came up to mm-hmm. me, and he came up to, to Rebecca as well, different times during the event, and he said, this is the first time I've ever had a computer. Wow. And he was just beaming. And you know what? Um, for for them to do that. And then my my crew, my veterans, they're like, Miss Crystal, how did you keep this a secret? And I'm like, it was killing me. You know, I just wanted everybody to, you know, I'm like, okay, you guys need to go Monday. <laughs> that kind of thing. You cannot miss Monday. I don't care if you're sick, go anyway, you know. And so we have these community meetings. And so our last community meeting was last week, and we had Rebecca come on board to kind of prime the prompt. And, mm. She brought goodies, and so it was really fun. So uh, I think, I think uh, they were just really surprised when they got there. I was standing by a couple of our veterans. Oh, excuse me, standing by a couple of our veterans, and they just couldn't believe that I kept that big of a secret. And one of them said, "Well, now we know we can trust you with the secret because yes. I have only been with the Salvation Army and the Veterans and Families Program for three months. Okay, I'm their new executive director, so mm-hmm. they're not really." sure if they trust me yet or not mm-hmm. but you know they <laughs> they do now you kept now. a great <laughs> secret let's talk a little bit more about the services that your group provides i know you were saying earlier you feel like you're a little bit of a a hidden secret right now or a great kept secret uh, just kind of in general but the services that your group provides that you're in charge of well uh, when a veteran comes into our program there are certain criteria that they need to uh, fit first of all they have to be connected with the VA so that's, that's the first one. Um, a veteran that is not connected to the VA can come in and we can help them get connected, but they need to be connected to the VA. They have a case manager. We have three different programs that they were called, and they're called grant per diem programs or GPD programs, where the VA pays for them to come into my program for a time. So let's say somebody just lost their job, they've been on the street for a couple of months, and they really need a hand up. They can come into our program, one of the programs, up to 90 days. During that 90 days, they will be meeting with the VA liaison. That is usually at our property um, set, you know, five days a week. They will meet with their case managers to get some of those barriers out of the way where we have other partnerships with um, Easter Seals where they come in and actually have an employment specialist that comes in on a Thursdays. Thursdays are our orientation days at 10 o'clock. They have to be down to our program no later than 10 o'clock to go through the orientation process. We feed them lunch. We don't want them to go out hungry. (laughs) And then we determine by um, where they are with their needs. We had this this one story that it just warms my heart. This family of nine, mom, dad, and seven kids, all under 11, had heard about our program from a family member that lived in the Portland area that just happened to see us on Farmington and stopped in to see what it was. So when they found out what we were, they called this family. They packed everything they owned because they were in the street in North Carolina and drove from North Carolina to Portland. Wow. To try to get into our program. Wow. So 
when since I've been there, it's been the, you know, I'll go out and introduce myself in the community and go, oh, we didn't even know you were here. So that's mm-hmm. the one thing that the case management, the working with the VA, the um, drug and alcohol services, the mental health services, they're all interconnected mm-hmm. so we can help. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to move them from homelessness to permanent housing. So in the military world, there are two programs a VASH program is um, a program that's kind of like HUD, except it's for veterans. So VASH, what VASH does is it's Veterans Affairs Supportive Housing. That means that the VA supports a VASH voucher like a HUD voucher, and the uh, military family are able to move into uh, an apartment or a home that falls under the HUD, um, the HUD criteria. Then we have an SSVF, which stands for Supportive Services for Veterans and Families. What that is, the SSVF grant is for somebody who, let's say they're working, um, and they have paid off all their past due chaos and mayhem from being on the street and trying to get up on their feet, okay? But they don't have enough money for a down payment. What this SSVF grant does is it allows them to get first months and a deposit and then they get an amount of their rent paid for up to four months so that helps the veterans get on their feet and their families get on their feet and to hopefully uh, for them not to be homeless anymore so and that all works in conjunction with our case managers Mm -hmm. man Um, i could let you talk for hours (laughs) (laughs) they do a lot this this is great this is valuable information though yeah so, and then, so, I mean, how do the families go about applying for this? That was a wonderful example of the family who traveled from North Carolina all the way across who found out about uh, your guys' services. How exactly does the application process work? Well, uh, there is an orientation process. So every Thursday at 10 o'clock, the veteran and or his family or her family can come into our building. My case managers, every once in a while, they put me in a headlock and make me <laughs> make me go into the... Um, the uh, orientations but they give them an orientation and they go from the top on what the responsibilities are going to how the process works and then they do an application and they're interviewed okay so that's what that's what happens and then um after that they're put on a waiting list some of them are uh tasked to do things like get hooked up with the va different things like that before we can actually accept you into the program Okay. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So that we just direct them, and uh, so that's that's a really that's really how it all starts. Okay. So let's kind of localize this, if we could, with the the holidays here and the Portland community listening. How would you guys want the veterans and the families who you guys are now serving or have served in the past with Internet Essentials, or people who are interested in helping out, uh, partake and kind of help the program continue to grow and help other people, you know, be able to get involved and have this uh, affordable internet service. Well, for me, and then I'll let you go, I think, Crystal, for for Comcast, I think it's just um, trying to educate the community that this exists and that it's out there and that the veterans and those other sort of eligibility segments know that it's available. Mm -hmm. So tell a friend, maybe you don't need it, but maybe you know someone who does. Mm -hmm. So have them look up internetessentials.com and ask and find out more about it and look to apply. Okay. Crystal? And as far as, um, you know, with, with the holidays approaching, I'm glad you brought that up because... As far as um, how they can help my program, a lot of times people are always willing to help out people that are struggling, adopt families, different things like that. The one thing that we forget 
and that I like to bring to the surface is my families don't get a choice on what they get during the holidays. They, uh, and believe me, I don't want this to sound wrong, but they definitely are great, grateful. They have the utmost of gratitude. But what is hard for these families is, let's say a mom and dad hasn't been able to get their child something that they really wanted for Christmas, be it whatever it is. They rely on somebody else who always wants them to get something that they want them to give. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? So they want, and it really is beneficial. And if people that want to give, we always, we always need coats. We always need all that kind of stuff. But if they really wanted to do something special for my program this year, then I would encourage them to get gift certificates. That gives the families the ability to go out and choose what they want for their family. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's just amazing how people are so giving and they're so willing to help. But that is really part of their therapeutic uh, growth because their dignity is taken away from them, not by anybody on purpose. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Totally, yeah. We always also, because we we feed three meals a day, we, we serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Anytime anybody wanted to, you know, donate mm -hmm. to help um, in um, us providing nutritional food for my program. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, the Beaverton Police Department, they do a taco, I mean, at Taco Tuesday. Woo, you know what I want for Tuesday, huh? Tacos. Um, <laughs> Our family does Taco Tuesday, just so you know. <laughs> But um, for they do Turkey Tuesday, the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. <laughs> so the Beaverton Police Department actually serves my program turkey dinner. Okay. And it's all done on uh, families uh, or a, a program, another uh, faith-based program, um, donating everything for that. So anytime, you know, and, you know, our guys, they get tired of the same old thing. Okay, back to the Internet Essentials and the uh, digital literacy programs that exist there. I was looking online at, at some different resources that people may have. C Rebecca, could you uh, speak to different you know resources that are available on that website that could help people just in general, whether it's working on a resume or learning more about personal finance or whatever the case may be? It's, it's actually all of that, yes. So we sort of have a learning center on the Internet Essentials website, a sort of a portal that they can click and go into. And it, it is. It's like little videos or snippets or a bunch of information depending on from like basic level knowledge on how to be you know safe online and mm -hmm. create you know an email account to some of those particular financial literacy um, resume building job searches you name it there's sort of a plethora of information and content online for folks to access um, once they're connected and we've also entered in with this new expansion into the veteran community a partnership with psych armor and we're working to create sort of some military-themed content, um, digital literacy content that will specifically sort of, um, I guess, provide information and programming that the veterans want and will need. And so it's just launching. We're getting rolling with that, but we're very excited. And in fact, the center with the computer lab and whatnot, they will have access to these digital tools for their veterans. Okay. What that does, too, is it helps them. One of the biggest problems with our military uh is transitioning transitioning from military life to civilian life. There's a huge common denominator uh -huh. with my veterans. Where's our support group? Where's our, you know, where's our manpower? So what this does also is it helps the veterans kind of say, okay, so I'm in this area. How can I transfer that from my military life to civilian life. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing that I think this program is really going to help. It's going to say, okay, so I know you're here, but 
here's where we're going to go being in civilian life, and here's how you get there. Mm-hmm. That is crucial in uh, military families. Mm-hmm. It's crucial. And another that. another way to get back into the community uh, is to obviously just be employed. And I know that right. Comcast is working to hire more veterans. Can you guys speak to that? You know, we recently announced we're going to be hiring 21,000 veterans by 2021. Wow. So we're very excited about that. We're on a a mission for military men and women and their families in the military community. Mm -hmm. Today they said that they actually, and I'll I'll help her out a little bit, Comcast said that um, to date they hired uh, 17,000 veterans and then they were – uh, going to raise that to twenty one thousand for this for the two thousand and eighteen year. Wow. So that's amazing. Yeah. That's a lot of jobs nationwide. All right. Is there anything else that that we'd like to hit on at all? Well, I would just like to give you the address of the the Salvation Army's Veterans and Family Center okay. for all those military homeless uh, people, or if somebody knows them, that they can come down on Thursday at ten o'clock to one four eight two five Southwest Farmington Road in Beaverton, Oregon. 97007 is a zip. They can also call, and I don't have our regular landline. I don't want them to bombard me with my personal line. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, but the uh, the uh, orientation process is every Thursday, 10 o'clock. Okay. And when when they come down, we make sure they stay over for lunch so they get a good and hot lunch. Okay. Awesome. Crystal and Rebecca, thank you guys for being here. Really appreciate it. Happy holidays, and thanks for everything that you guys do. Thank, thank you. you. God Preston. bless you guys for doing that. <laughs> we were talking today with Rebecca Brown, Director of Community Impact at Comcast, and Crystal Scott, Executive Director of the Salvation Army Veterans and Family Center in Beaverton. Metroscope is an Intercom Portland public affairs program. I'm Preston Highfield. If you're involved with a nonprofit or public affairs organization, or if you have an idea for an upcoming show, I'd like to hear from you. Visit metroscopepdx.com and submit your ideas. You can also go to this station's website and submit your information there. Thanks for listening to Metroscope and enjoy the rest of your weekend.